0: Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. Well, everybody, want to welcome y'all back to another episode of Field Note Fridays. We are going to be talking Whitetail Activity Report this week, and we've got good friend and Hunt Stand team member, Mr. Brett Joy. He's from the boys over there at Just Hunt Club. So if you haven't seen them yet, make sure you head over to their YouTube channel. Check them out. Well, Brett, welcome to the podcast, man. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I always love to jump on and talk
1: deer hunting when i have the opportunity
0: i know right it's it's the time of year that we're finally getting some cool weather here in texas leaves are turning color so yeah can't complain about that talking deer Uh hunting absolutely well man one of the things i like to do to get most of these podcasts started is i like for the guests to just kind of give the listeners that what i call the 30 foot tree stand view or the thirty thousand foot view of who you are you know kind of give us the quick and skinny of of brett man
1: yeah so um i am from new hampshire in new england if you haven't heard of it <laughs> it's, we, we seem to be forgotten about a lot are you a patriots manning, fan world um a bandwagon patriots <laughs> fan i'll call myself I'm, <laughs> I, I i played college baseball and i was like really immersed in sports and that side of i guess the world but after i uh, stopped playing i just like really haven't paid much attention to sports and focused on hunting and work and family. So uh, I would say I used to be, but I'm just not, not a big sports guy anymore. And for whatever reason, it was weird because I played at a high level and was like, it was my life. But once I shut that door, it's like, I never looked back, which I don't know, but kind of hunting took that place for me. So I get like really focused on things. So um, anyway, yeah. uh, From, from uh, New Hampshire, still live here. I've traveled, traveled all over. Actually, I haven't been to Texas. That's probably one of the only areas I haven't been to is like the, uh, I guess you call it the Southwest, South, whatever, but I've hunted pretty much everywhere else in the country for, uh, whitetails. I uh, really appreciate the challenge, um, and unique landscapes of the Northeast and new England. So I've been focused on that more lately. Um, so that's where I hunt probably most of the time from mid September through early December, mm-hmm. and I usually try to travel early in the season early September and then late if possible. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, what I do. I hunt a lot, a lot of different, uh, landscapes. Uh, I think my thing I'm really into now is like mountain hunting up here. We have a lot of big tracks of, uh, big woods, low deer densities, but some really cool bucks. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's kind of my thing and what i have been focused on lately, but there's also, I do own some property that I manage as well for whitetails. Um, that's kind of like a hobby more. So yeah, I spend as much time hunting on that as I do kind of in the mountains and in the, in the big woods. But okay. um, yeah, that's what I do. I really enjoy that. I like being away from people. <laughs> um, getting Yeah. Getting away, getting up high, uh, where not many people go and yep. finding deer that are just doing their own thing and left alone. It's enjoyable for me to try to study
0: them and figure them out. So
1: it's kind of the thing that I've been really focused on lately. So.
0: Heck yeah, man. Have you had any success so far this year?
1: Um, I haven't had any success at home. Um, I did kill a big deer in Alberta, uh, first week in September in right. Velvet. Um, not really super applicable to what's going on now, obviously. Lots of change since Velvet has shed, yeah. But uh, I have been out of then, I was close on a big deer that I'm hunting at home in the mountains a couple times, used within a couple hundred yards on trail camera, which in the landscape, something hunting is pretty damn close because yeah talking like 10,000 acres of timber. And if you get within 200 yards, it's pretty, pretty good. Didn't see him either time, but he was, I mean, it was, if he had hit it one scrape and not the other, I would have been in business. But, uh, mm. yeah, that's, uh, been the season I've been hunting that one deer for the most part when I can trying to figure out, you know, the right move. It's always a balancing act where I hunt because it takes me a long time to get in and out. Um, And it's a drive and then a, you know, at a minimum, a mile, mile, I'm sorry, not a mile, an hour hike to get to this deer, if not an hour and a half, depending on how I'm coming in or whatever, what, what the wind's like and what stand I'm hunting. So, um, I'm hunting as much as I can, but also trying to pick my spots, uh, and, you know, manage my time because I still have other obligations and I can't just hunt them every day and forget everything else. So you wish you could though. uh, yeah. It, I think I'd get burned out. It's mean I mean, the one stand I hunted the most or one area, it's a couple different stands for different winds, but it's like a, almost a three mile hike in. So for an evening set is it's a lot, you know, it takes you two hours to hike out. Uh, and it's, it's not down a trail it's up the side of a mountain, up like a, creek with boulders and it's not it's not easy it's more, more like western western hunting than, than eastern hunting or Sounds like else it. you elk so, or?
0: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> well man one of the things I, got, I wanted to get you on here for was to give all of our listeners a whitetail activity report on what the deer are doing in your area now you're in new hampshire so you you're yep. going to kind of cover that the northeast region so you know right now what we've kind of been seeing the past week down here in the south, southeast, is lots of low activity. We had a full moon. Deer were on their feet a lot at night. We've had a lot of acorns hit the ground kind of across yep. this region. So tons of deer eating that. So kind yep. of what you might have been used to those deer you doing the year prior, a little bit different. So now up in your area, give us a skinny, man. What are those deer doing? What are they acting on? Yeah, like?
1: so I think it's pretty important. Do you know when this is going to come out?
0: Oh, tomorrow, man
1: tomorrow that's good okay so um i think it's important that people keep in mind when they're listening to this because this is changing rapidly yeah this is the time of year where stuff is like changing in a day or two it could change with a cold front so it's october 20th um, in mind yeah keep that in mind um i would say in general the last week that we've had up till you know today has been pretty slow um not dissimilar from what you're dealing with we have a um we usually and the area I hunt is very heavily forested there's a lot of red oak um and usually they drop pretty consistently at least not every tree but within a stand of oak you have you know a decent crop every single fall it seems like and what that does is it it's actually challenging because it doesn't really focus the deer um but the good thing is it keeps things relatively consistent year to year because there seems to be always you know acorns and, and mass crop within a particular area so mm-hmm. you can almost count it this year we have not had much mass at all at least in the areas that i'm hunting i'm hearing a lot of the same things yeah now i know there are pockets of them um and if you can find one of those pockets you're probably in really good shape I am not in one of those pockets, I can tell you for <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> so I'm struggling a bit now to get an, on deer um, and to see much activity. Uh, so I think that the name of the game right now, these next few days, is if you can find those pockets of, um, of oaks that are dropping. Uh, if you're not in an area that has oak, I'd focus on any other food source that you normally would. Yeah. Um, you know, apples, soft mass may come into play still. In some areas, um, you know, if you have ag or hay or whatever, yeah, that's great. Or food plots, I think they'll be on that. Um, but not that's not any different than they normally would be. But in areas that don't, don't, you don't know, have that, I try to really find those pockets. Um, if you don't find those, you're probably not going to have a lot of activity. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not having much. My cameras are extremely slow. Um, even with these fronts we've been getting in the northeast, which are pretty good, pretty good weather for this time of year, haven't been seeing a lot. um but you know we're still getting deer that are starting to show up in spots particular bucks that you know haven't been there yet yeah and it's been a a slow build for the last two or three weeks where we're seeing more stuff going on i just don't think it's uh the time of year it's not there yet where they're you know really hitting scrapes aggressively um i've seen them in the past during this time frame do that and i think like i said if you're in one of those Oak pockets, you may see a lot of like microcosm of like really good pre red activity, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like they're going very far, if that makes sense. So you yeah. kind of got to find that isolated pocket. Um, I think that that's going to expand though, as you know, the month progresses for sure. Definitely. And it's going to kind of cover more than just these pockets. But right now that's my, uh, assessment, I guess, of what's going on <laughs> is these deer are super localized. And if you're not there, then you're not in the action, but as they start to move more as the month progresses, they're going to start to check those more traditional areas. Mm-hmm. Those little isolated pockets of mass crop aren't going to be as, uh, significant and it's going to improve. That's what I think.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, once we start getting some more of those cool fronts and they start getting real ruddy, we're going to, you'll probably see a couple of deer that you haven't seen all year just popping mm-hmm. up. Just those roamers. Absolutely.
1: Yep. Yeah. They'll start to show up where they traditionally do. Um, I, I was hoping, really hoping I would get on this deer that I'm hunting before the rut, like during this time frame, mm-hmm. But, uh, Isn't happening. (laughs) So it's going to have to probably be the rut, I would imagine. But I think I have a good opportunity Adam, during the rut, just because traditionally I know where he kind of cruises and I know where several doe groups that he checks are. So Mm. I should be in good shape, but um, I'm going to keep monitoring, you know, sign and the cameras and kind of make an assessment of, you know, to do now, but I actually haven't hunted for a bit just because it hasn't been. uh, Not that I couldn't get lucky or something couldn't happen. I absolutely could. But it just I've kind of weighed the uh, risk reward, and right now it's just not worth it. So I haven't been in the woods, although I want to be. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the same thing. I've, we've got going on right now is it's just slow and it's it's tough hunting. Yeah. And but I know here in about a month, you know, happens every year. This place that we hunt in Texas, we call it the farm. It's a family place. It's it's low fence, or I think what y'all call up north. A lot of them are just your typical you know property fences. These deer can get over super simple and so we'll have deer from neighboring properties start just rolling in that like oh never seen you you're a giant i want to shoot that one where have you been that kind of deal yeah uh, that's
1: it's a funny thing because i think we own not like unlike a mature buck we like want it to happen sooner than it happens right we're like ready to go and um it's just not there yet so i think uh you gotta just just wait and wait and wait and don't you know go Mm -hmm. all out too quick unless you can like you have the ability to do so that's great but
0: yeah
1: um right now i'm just kind of in a hold pattern trying to get everything done and situated so that when it is time to go i can go and not have to worry about much so it's kind of what i'm doing i was hoping it was going to be a little better like i said if i was in one of those pockets of red oak i'd probably be saying something different but i'm just not and you know in our landscape it could take me two weeks of walking to find one of those pockets. Right. And by that time it's like, okay, great. Now it's, it's kind of irrelevant. So um, I would love to have the time to scout and get on that fresh sign, but where I hunt, it's just such big woods that um, it would be a challenge. And I don't even honestly wouldn't even really know where to start because we have so much Oak and I've walked through so much Oak Mm -hmm. this past, you know, four to six weeks hunting and I haven't seen an acorn. So um, it's really, it would be really tough to, nowhere to even go to, yeah. to look for that. Right. It would almost be lucky. I mean, yeah, you cover a bunch of ground, eventually you're going to find it, but uh, I just don't have that kind of time right now, unfortunately. So um, I hear you, man. where I'm at.
0: I hear you. Yep. Well, for the guy that's, you know, headed out to his, his hunting place right now, or he's going to the stand in the morning and he's kind of in that same scenario that you are not necessarily in that pocket where they're just moving, but he's got to go get up in the stand. What kind of advice are you going to give that guy or girl that's going to do that right now? Um, I would
1: definitely play the cold
0: fronts um, for sure.
1: If you have an area that you've kind of waited on going in, uh, we have a mature buck moving, maybe you have a food plot or um, stand of oaks or whatever mm-hmm. food source. Um, and, you know, a, a good scrape near that would be a great place to, you know, push in your chips on a cold front this time of year. Um, I think they're already definitely hitting scrapes. I think that at least in our area, it's going to really increase over the next 10 days I would say um I'm kind of waiting for it no but we just haven't seen it like I thought and like I said I just think I'm out of the out of the loop a little bit on it but if you have a buck regularly um and you have a cold front coming I would definitely put in some time on a scrape if you have them hitting it and you know that it's a scrape that he or other mature bucks have hit in the past and it's a great tactic if you uh you know you have that spot with the deer after or any deer um mm-hmm. a hot spot close to food source you get a front coming and you know of a good scrape or even a scrape on a food source uh, that's a great place to to sit and spend your time i think in the next week or so um i think i was looking i'm actually headed out the midwest i think next week for work and i was kind of i have a farm that i have leased in iowa or two farms for a late season Sweet. i was going to swing by there and uh not to hunt but just to kind of check them out uh since yeah. i out there and i was looking at the forecast and it looks like there are some is some good weather coming in over the next week so um you know it, it doesn't take much you know mm-hmm. these it's almost like these bucks are looking for any excuse to get going right so um right. just like we are
0: <laughs> yes we are yes we are well, man, I appreciate you just hopping on here with me, talking deer hunting, yeah, talking about the report sure. for your area. Tell the listeners real quick where they can find you guys on Instagram and YouTube.
1: Yeah, uh, just Hunt Club is uh, our handle on Instagram and YouTube's our our big one there. So check out our content. Hopefully you enjoy it. If you do, subscribe. If not, let us know. We'll <laughs> we'll take note and try to do better. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've uh, we've had some good good success already this year, and we're hopefully keep on rolling and the best time of year for us is definitely in front of us so that's a good thing and we're optimistic Mm -hmm. so should be a good season we'll just have to have this break break loose a little more but we're right we're we're almost there it's gonna happen quick so
0: well man brett really appreciate you hopping on the podcast with me taking the time to talk deer hunting man all right there you go everybody another into another Field Note Fridays Hunt Stand Podcast. We want to thank Brett for hopping on here, giving you all the whitetail activity report for the Northeast. He's up in New Hampshire. They've been putting some deer down with the boys from Just Hunt Club. So, if you haven't yet, y'all, make sure you download the Hunt Stand app. Get the free version or upgrade to Pro. Or new this fall is Pro Whitetail. If you want to have all the tools and features to be more successful and maximize your times in the whitetail woods, make sure you upgrade to Pro Whitetail today. And again, y'all, want to thank y'all for tuning in to the Hunt Stand Podcast, and we'll see you on the next one.